have to go to the root. We have to go to the cause. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough. And it is because of our effort toward getting straight to the root that people oftentimes think we are dealing in hate. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to Conscious by Nature, where we talk about it because we live it and we understand it because we've been there before. We are oppressed. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. It's your boy, D. Lamar, the scholar. You know what it is. Conscious by Nature. What's good? It's your boy, the genius. This is Conscious by Nature, man. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. Catch us every week. We dropping raw, real conversations for the people. Man, black love, black culture, always conscious. A uh, hundred years ago, they used to put on a white sheet and use a bloodhound against Negroes. Today, they have taken off the white sheet and put on police uniforms. Money Mac, the pretty boys champ here with the scholar D. Lamar and the genius Tyson Area 51 Porter. Three kings. Conscious by nature, man. Check us out. YouTube, Spotify, 8 o'clock, Friday nights, man. Don't miss, man. For the culture. One love. We out. Stay conscious. You know, you know, you know what it is. Welcome to Conscious by Nature, where we talk about it because we live it and we understand it because we've been there before. Money Mac, the pretty boys champ, the scholar, D. Lamar. Peace, peace, peace. The genius, Tyson Porter. What's good? Special guest. Again, I mean, we just keep doing this thing, and she is bad, ain't she? <laughs> okay. So, uh, personal trainer, nutritionist, mm. posing coach, three-time world fitness figure. Figures. He got it. <laughs> what? Champion. See, they, they just it. don't know how I introduce, but she'll learn. The gorgeous, <laughs> glamorous... Heather Drake is in the yes. building. Thank you. Well, thank you. you have the microphone. Tell oh, us a little bit about you. yourself. And Well, um, you pretty much nailed it. So, yeah, I do. I also teach fitness classes. Um, I would teach gluteus max out. So I got the cake maker um, classified, what? certified cake maker right here. Oh, I just added to that. Hey, leave a comment on that. <laughs> leave a comment, please. Baking cakes no, over No, but mother of two. I have two boys. Awesome. I'm a boy mom. I got a 23-year-old. He's on his own, doing really well. Got a 14-year-old going on 20. Um, that's my athlete, keeping me busy. Um, look out for him. He's coming to high school, incoming freshman. Okay. He's going to be one to keep your eye on. So, proud mama. That's okay. Nice. Very nice. Excellent. So, um... You guys got any questions for our guests or, you know? I'm going to ask you about your son. What sports does he play? Everything. He, um, we just went to states for um, track and field. Um, they beat a record in their school. They haven't beat in 15 years. I think it was the 4 by 200 um, That was just a thing for him, though, for football. So he's starting football at the high school. Um, we're hoping varsity, potentially JV on the offense side. Um, he's playing AAU right now, but oh, he's man. getting ready to start varsity not varsity but jv basketball at high school as well okay. so he's a talented young man yeah man. Very, big boy very nice. six two 14 years old Sheesh. that's nice watch out i'm keeping the girls away i know they're trouble because i know sorry mom 
you can't keep them away. Can't keep them away. You can't. You know what? You go. They coming out lockers in high school. They jump out of lockers on your high school for real. When you can ball for real. Yeah. But, Just uh, a distraction. For sure. They are a distraction. Mm-hmm. But sometimes a well-needed distraction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, man, TP, man, t- uh, take us into our first topic. Absolutely, man. We're going to get right into our relationship topics. Oh, yeah. So what happens if a man proposes to a woman and she says no? Is the relationship over? D, I, I'm going to say go ahead and answer this. I wouldn't normally say our guest answer first, but she's a woman, so let's get a man's I mean, I have an opinion, but oh, I'll go ahead. No, 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 ahead. no. You take the mic first. I'll, I'll chime in. I'm going to say yes. I mean, um, if you put in all the energy, time, and love to get to that point, and she says no, then really there's nothing else for us to say. Um, the only... Opposite to that could be maybe if you knew she wasn't prepared, maybe she gave you a time frame, maybe you rushed that proposal and she says, hey, let's just wait. Maybe you can stand on that. But if you put in the time to grind, um, you know, you know, the expectations, you know what you've done together and she still chooses to say, no, don't waste your time because time is the most important thing. You do not want to waste that in a relationship that's going nowhere. Absolutely. I agree with that. I'll just add to that. I do agree with you to that extent. Um, I will kind of just be a devil advocate here because, you know, it's not everybody's goal to marry. Mm -hmm. Not everyone has that end goal. Some people are dating because they're trying to sort out who they want to marry or Mm -hmm. if it's going to work or if it's in alignment. Some people already been married multiple times and they say you know what marriage is just not for me but they want a compatibility partner for life they just don't want the marriage the law behind it however i will agree with you because if one person whether it's the man or the woman it should be the man who proposes i'm a, ladies don't propose to your man. man that should be a no no that could be a whole nother topic no. Anyways, if a man proposes to a woman and she says no, that is hurtful and confusing. The relationship is over because that means that their their goals are not aligned. Um, if she's not ready, clearly that relationship is based on false pretense. It's over. So, I mean, that's, um, you know, if that's something they talk about in the beginning and, you know, she said that that was the end goal and then she says no, it's confusing, it's hurtful. It's pretty much over. Huh. So, um, I'm going to say, yeah, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have you ever hurt a man's feelings before? If you ever, if you ever hurt a man's feelings, <laughs> then you know that there's pretty much no coming back from that. Like, like even if he says he's going to he forgive you, he, he probably just um, keeping you close so he can hit on your friends and do that. Like he, there is no way he's ever going to commit to you again. He'll never, he's never, ever, ever going to trust you again. And, um, I'm going to need you to watch the show because last week we talked about women. No, no, I'm talking about, we're talking about women proposing. Yeah. I was proposed to and said no. And I was proposed to again by the same person, by the same person Mm. in front of my eight year old son at the time. I felt, forced but in my mind I knew I I wasn't it wasn't for me but 
I said yes to appease my eight-year-old who was giddy. Oh. And then, and you know, that didn't work out that as you know. Setup. That was yeah. a setup. He set you up though. Yeah. See, but that's what I was speaking to as well. And I, I'm sorry that that happened to you, but because some people use that, that pressure mm-hmm. to try to get, to force that person to say yes. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to help anything because the, the person that's there, they might, they don't want to hurt anybody's feeling like right. you said your son was in the room. Right. It, maybe some people would do that around family members. Mm-hmm. They, honesty. And that's what we talked mm-hmm. about last week as well. Mm-hmm. Being honest with your partner. Right. Telling them up front whether, you know, I'm not looking to be married. Right. If that, that man or woman still tries to force marriage on you, of course you're not going to be willing to do that. Right. You know, you, you're not being honest with one another. And, and they're just going up out of bounds, to be honest, to be pushing that narrative. Like, I know that we've been together so long. Even though you said you didn't want to be married, I want to marry you. I'm, yes, I would say no as well. So it's it's honesty, being honest, open and honest. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. 51, you got something on your topic? Yeah, I got something on it, man. It's an absolute done data. <laughs> you know, and not only that, I'm taking that ring and I'm running that thing back to Zales hey. and get my money back with the quickness. <laughs> I mean, the swiftness. Hey, All right. So turn the diamond into a necklace. <laughs> man. Boom. That's you know what I'm what saying? So 30 days. <laughs> your boy, your boy going to just take it back. He going to turn that whole ring into a trip. <laughs> Absolutely. For himself. What he going to do? But um, we're going to move on from that real quick. But, uh, yeah, seriously, one more quick thing, people out there. What I was saying is I need you to watch the show because we talked about women proposing to men yeah. on oh, a yeah? previous show. And you said that could be a yeah. topic in itself. But Absolutely. We had that topic. I would, yeah, I'm going to watch that then because yeah. that's a good topic. Oh, yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, what, what You know what? Why watch it? Let me hear what you got to say on the topic right now. I just think that's asinine. Mm. It's not a woman's job to (laughs) get on on her knees. Mm. That is a... Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute Am now. I'm, I'm Do gonna, I have to, I'm mod- gonna, do I have to no, modify my cursing? No, we're raw here. <laughs> that makes Ooh. me look at a man like he's weak. Like to expect a woman to get on her knees and bow down to him is not... To me, I just, I, I know we all have different mm. perspectives and we were raised differently, but I just, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is right now. I, I'm mm. just like, I, 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 I totally agree with her to a degree, but like in certain situations, women should get down on their knees. Oh, Okay, but we're not talking about okay, that. Okay, just if you said, you know, like bow down. I was well, just, I'm, just I'm just trying to be about, clear about okay, this. Okay, okay, well, that's <laughs> We're just being clear about this. Okay. We're talking about straight proposal. People. Straight proposal, you know, guys. Our, our fans will get mixed okay. signals. Like, a woman should never get down on her knees. Did you hear what she said? Then we'll be having For a whole... proposal. Let's no. re-clarify that. Yes, thank you so much. Okay. Next week in our sexual uh, show, we'll be talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Mark 51. Take it away, man. Yeah, so uh, I guess you guys are familiar with Monique, you know what I'm saying? Yes. The actress, you know, I think she won a couple of, uh, uh, was it Oscars? I, um, or some, some type of awards, awards or something yeah. like that. So she's she's known. She's, she's funny. funny. Yeah, she's funny. You know what I'm saying? And she came out and had a, had a message for the sisters, uh-huh. really. Uh, when it comes to these bonnets pajamas. and these pajamas sisters. and how you present yourself, she had a message for y'all. And uh, you know what? The ladies wasn't feeling it, man. They actually want to cancel her now. Because oh, wow. you should present yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always present Always. yourself. You know, before we chime in, I'm just going to give you a little feedback and a little history. 
uh, I asked Heather Drake to be on the show, and um, I said, what are you wearing? And she just replied, very simple, I'm dressing sexy. Um, I sure did. I request <laughs> that you... There's no denying that. I request you gentlemen um, clean up and wear some button-ups. So there you have it. Listen, man, when a woman speaks and says, hey, I'm coming sexy, I need you to come sexy, God damn it, you better come on with it. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, right? You and- know, and I... <laughs> It just not only just sets the mood, but also you want to be respected. So mm-hmm. there is, I, I hate to say it, but there is truth behind how you address, how you um, present yourself mm-hmm. in front of others. People take you more seriously. I really do hate to say that, um, but people do take you more seriously when you are a little bit more clean. Now, when we're talking about bonnets and pajamas in the airport. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little tacky. I mean, sweatpants, hoodies to protect your hair so you don't get the bugs in your hair from other people touching the seats. I'm all for it. But, um, yeah, the, the bonnets and the jammies got to stay at home. Absolutely. You know, I felt like um, Monique came from a good place. Mm-hmm. And when she was speaking, she was speaking from the heart. She was saying to respect yourself. That's all she was saying. She was saying, like, what happened to the times where – even if you're in a grocery store, you made yourself presentable. And you're, you're completely right. People do respect you more when you look presentable. You're looking like you just ju- you just jumped out of bed, mm. and then you just got up and went somewhere. Mm-hmm. Have more respect for yourselves. And she was talking to the younger sisters out there because it's becoming so prevalent. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter where you go. Man, my mom mm. would never mm. leave my house. My wife never leave the house mm-hmm. and go anywhere without having some clothes on, mm. you know what I'm saying? Looking like some, like you, you, you like you worth something. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to hate on her, you know, as, as an elder queen in the industry and try to cancel her, it's just ridiculous. There's a lot of generational differences too. When we talk about generational gaps, the perspective of the young, the young women and their mindsets are just completely different than right. um, her generation. And, you know, there's the, it just seems like people, young people don't care mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. It's that level of, I just don't care. See, but we talked about that on another show too. There's no respect mm-hmm. for the elder generation mm-hmm. in, in retrospect to where we came from. We have mm-hmm. respect to those that were before us. So when somebody comes out like that, you should be listening with respect mm-hmm. and taking into account and then using what you can. Well, These kids today are just like, nah, fuck her. It ain't funny. It ain't entertaining. Right. right. It's not beneficial to them mm-hmm. in the moment. It it makes too much sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be real. Um, a little while ago, when I, around when I first met my wife, uh, I was getting ready to go to Walmart. She's like, run to Walmart for me. I'm like, all right, real. So I hop in the shower. I get dressed. She like, oh, I had to go to Walmart. I said, looky here, son. Mm. Let me check this out here. <laughs> I know I ain't even from Columbus, but I'll be damned if I run into somebody from the yo mm. up at the Walmeezy and they going to talk about Todd McClendon fell off. No, the fuck they're not. <laughs> no, they ain't. They ain't going to say that. So with right. that being said, in right. retrospect, like women, why mm-hmm. not just, and you can even just, comb it down and just throw the ball cap on. Like, mm-hmm. take the bonnets and the pajamas off. She ain't say, 
and, and the and the um furry uh, slippers, slippers mm. man. You know what I'm saying? Take them off. With your feet out. Mm. Like you, that's that's for home. That's for the home. That's not for to be out mm. in public with. And that's what she's saying. Leave the pajamas in the crib. Mm. She didn't say don't wear sweat. Wear some cute yeah. leggings. Wear some sexy leggings. Wear mm. a nice little top and a baseball cap. That's a different mm. than pajamas and a bonnet. Dude, yeah. This is this generation like my kids. They're teenagers. Mm-hmm. I go to their school. They got pajama pants on. Mm-hmm. You know, I could never really get with it at first, you know, wearing the slides mm-hmm. with the socks. Because mm-hmm. that's just like house that's shoes my to son me. son all day. And that's all they wear all outside. Day. And I'm like, man, oh, I need, I'm going to throw my slides on. Oh, that's why they always shooting. And you ain't ready to fight. You got the slides you and the PJs. Run. You, know you, 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 you can't run. You, you can't not move. ready for combat. That's nah. man. Okay, that make most you know, sense. So that's now. all they rock. You know, even you see, look, see me out. If I ain't gonna get ready to go, man. Mm-hmm. If I got on my sweatpants, I'm still looking ill. I'm gonna tell you right now, my sweatpants and my t-shirt with the ball cap. They gonna be like, oh yeah, that's D from back home. Yeah, that's D from back home. Straight up. Really, I, I want to just talk to the ladies real quick. You know. Oftentimes you're like, I want a king, I want my man, and you know, well, there ain't no good man, this, that, and the other, right? But you know what I'm saying? If you're looking for a king and you come out looking like the court jester, uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so come out, like everybody said here, you know what I'm saying? Respect yourself. Yeah. Come, you know what I'm saying, with a level of respect, dignity, mm-hmm. a little class, you know, and then you might find that king that you're looking for. But that cat gonna look right by you. He ain't messing with you. He going to aisle eleven to grab his hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Not the hot dogs. Aisle hot 11. dogs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's so. what he cooking. You uh, anybody else got something else on that? Oh well, 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 scholar. Let me hear the holler. Well, Memorial Day just passed. If you're watching this show, it's already passed, but. A hundred year anniversary. Wait, wait, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Scholar, give me some holler. The masturbation mm. for the administration. You know what? You know what? Talk uh, about. Rewind. <laughs> All right. So, uh, mm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. Uh, put me in, coach. Okay. <laughs> so, I saw something this week. Uh, elementary school, first grade class, I believe it was in New Jersey, where they put together uh, a cartoon to show first grade students and teach them about their bodies. Um, in this video, it kind of tells these first grade students that masturbation is okay. I got a lot of problems with it. Um, they talk about uh, funny names for your private parts. Okay? So you got your PP. <laughs> and they say, oh, what's the, the the part for the girl? It's the VJJ. And they say, oh, no, it's called the penis. And then they said the vulva, vulva. actually. And I was like, okay. Excuse me? The vulva. <laughs> yeah, I watched the video. I was tripping too. I was like, <laughs> but I was like, I was, I was like, where's Okay. <laughs> but all right. So I'm like, all right, it's teaching these kids. Fine. But then it goes on to speaking about your penis being erect and certain things like that and that it's okay sometimes. And I'm like, whoa. So you, you're really telling kids in the first grade that it's okay. So 
this world always messes me up, and I have my own opinions here on Conscious by Nature. But I don't believe we should be teaching kids in the first grade that it's okay to touch yourself at all. Sexuality and sexual education, I don't believe, should be taught to children. They should be maybe in the fifth or sixth grade. Let's be honest. That's when I learned. To be honest, in school, that's when they taught it to me in the fifth grade. Not kids that don't even know what's going on. It sends a bad message to me. And I, and I feel like this world is over-sexualized. And that's in regards to a lot of things that we do in regards to our choice today. You can choose what you want. But I don't feel that we should push those issues and narratives on our small children. I got a first grader. And he don't know nothing about that. And if that conversation and that cartoon popped up, I know for certain. He would say, Dad, what is that? And then I would have to have a conversation with a kid that's six, seven years old that doesn't know anything about that, about what sex is. And that shouldn't be any part of his life at this point. What makes matters worse is they didn't even consent with the parents that they were doing this. Right. So that would be met with some flying fists, if you ask me. I mean, these were first graders. These little babies don't even have the developmental to understand the complexities behind the nature of right. what that even means and mm-hmm. what it what it requires. Right. That's porn. Subsequently, mm-hmm. that's teaching them porn. And that's what caused so much outrage. Yeah. So, because they were talking about, you know, it feels good when I touch my penis. Mm-hmm. And the girl said, it feels good when my mom lays me down and she leaves and I touch my vulva. Right. A first grader. That's something as parents, you have that discussion with your child but it is not up to the schools to teach that to our kids, mm-hmm. let alone to, are they teaching what the repercussions are from right. that? Right. That's let's talk about that because there are repercussions. There are complex emotions that are tied to that consequences that are tied to that recovery that could be tied to that. We're talking about porn. Yeah. That's what this is. And they're, con- they're concealing it saying, Oh no, this has met the national requirements for sex education. Get out of here. I'm so not going to consent. Sex education it. for a teenager. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like. For a first grader? For a first grader? Come on, man. I, what are we talking? Six? Come on, man. Seven six years five, old? Five or six. Like, um. And I'm telling you, it was okay at first when they were teaching. Yes, it was. And then as soon as they I said. Good. Yeah. I touch myself sometimes. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Mic drop. Man. Here we go. Mm-mm. Doing too much. What is you doing? That's just, that's just just too crazy to me, man. Like, what are we doing in society today, man? For real. Like, you're going to mess up. The world is already jacked up enough as it is. So now we're going to have these youngsters come in even more jacked. Come on, man. We got to be better with that, man. We we can't be teaching kids about touching themselves at, at six and seven, man. You know what I'm saying? This is a time where they have to, you know, learning about math, yeah. you know, drawing inside, you know what I'm saying, the lines. Yeah. <laughs> stuff well, like that, man. What, what happened to the fake money where you used to punch it man. out? Yeah, right, like, like, right. Like learn how to count up. money. You know man. what I'm saying? Where, where that's at? You know what I'm saying? What happened? Where the cubes at? Where I stacked the cubes and put them you together. And, and, and that's the thing, too. It's like when I say the world is over-sexualized, why is that even part of the curriculum at this juncture? Maybe a sexual predator teaching it. Hell, I mean, <laughs> let's know, check the the, the, the credentials of right. the teacher. It's just it blows my mind. And I, I, who made the video? Like, like for for instance, like where was that video first played at? Mm. 
where was that video first aired at and said that this meets the requirements right. for a first grade classroom to watch this for sexual mm-hmm. education? Why is a first grade classroom discussion even up about sexual education? Right. Like, like these are the questions that I'm asking myself mm-hmm. because like before the video even dropped, there's got to be protocol that it goes through in order to be showing this video. And how many classes synced in? How many first graders synced in? All of those children are now. That's that's in their head. That's in their mind. Always remember that. Yeah. Yeah, we have to question the people who made that video, man. And then the people who said, yeah, this is good enough to, to go. Right. Like, you, you guys are some sick individuals, man. That's that's really, that's really crazy. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Anybody else got something on that? No, nah, man. man, I'm good on that, man. We're going to take a short break after that, man. man. Um, enjoy this short message from our sponsor. Thank you. Are you ready? Kia M. Rice. Candace Dobbins. Philip Buffer. Todd McClendon. Tyson Porter. Andy Chow. Alexandria Caldwell. Lakia Hodge. Mary Smith. And Kit Yi Chang. Will love conquer all, or will love fail? Find out on Dear Love, Episode 1. Premieres Friday, June 18th at 8 p.m. on YouTube. Are you ready? Captain Mac is back. Jack, what's going on? Uh-huh. All right, man. So we back on deck. Um, yo, we had some really good subjects. Uh, so we're gonna get into. I don't even know what we. What are we getting into? Um, hey, and you know what? I'm gonna talk for a little bit. So um, I was reading this article the other day, man, and uh, it tripped me out. Um, so they're at their wedding. The bride dies, <laughs> right? Okay, she dies. Has a heart attack, dies before the wedding, hours before the wedding. That dude must have been ugly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. He had, I mean, I'm not going to comment on it. But you know what? The craziest thing is the sister, like, yo, I marry him. Actually, it, it was a little bit deeper than that. It's but than you know that. what I'm saying? I'm going to let them go ahead and, and elaborate. But yeah, the sister married the dude. So, well, let's put this into a different perspective. So, this is a this is Indian culture. I don't even oh. think this happened in the states. Okay. So, in the Indian culture, most marriages are 
are kept within the, they they keep it within the family. So this was a prearranged marriage. Mm. The woman dies. I think she was at the altar. Oh, she, oh, she was at that. Damn, I think that, she out, out, out the altar. I, I think she, yeah, together. she, yeah, she died Sheesh. right there. <laughs> play a play. And then they ended up <laughs> married. The the younger sister ended up marrying him the same wow. day. And it was prearranged. So I think the families just got together and they were like, hey, they wanted to keep it within the family. That's just their culture. So. Hey, dad ain't want to pay that diary back. That was, that was. Like, nah. Like, somebody getting married. Hey, <laughs> somebody get married today. <laughs> the NFL, That's next crazy. man up. Man, for real. <laughs> but uh, that's just some silly stuff, yeah. man. Uh, we got something? What y'all got? Okay, well, 100 years. Since um, Tulsa Massacre, and it's also Memorial Day. Oh, it just passed. Yeah, it just passed this past week. So, 1921, May 31st, Tulsa Massacre occurred. Um, we'll be out here barbecue celebrating that. Hey, yo, I ain't do nothing. You I ain't do I, nothing? I, nah, on, on Monday, I ain't do nothing. And you like, know, it's crazy. I, I, don't, I don't get down with that. You know... The thing is, is that if you don't know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, so we go on celebrating these things. And just like we talked about, about Thanksgiving and other holidays, if you don't know, you don't know. So we celebrate them with a good heart and with good intentions in mind. So when you think about Memorial Day, personally, I just think about the soldiers. I think about memorial, memorial memory and memorial to them. My father is a veteran. Well, that's how that's how they do it. Mm-hmm. They mask it with oh, that. Yes. So they put a masking tape on it. Mm-hmm. So so it really represents Tulsa. But the masking tape is we make it about our veterans and our soldiers. So if you don't celebrate, then you're not a patriot in all this. You know what I mean? Well, the crazy thing is, um, there was a veteran that spoke out on Memorial Day. He was given a speech about what Memorial Day really is. And it also involved free slaves, over 3,000 slaves. And they had a parade where they came and spoke. And they read a poem, uh, John Brown's Body. And this was really what started Memorial Day. And this is even before the, the Tulsa Massacre. So Tulsa Massacre just happened to happen on the day they were having a good time. That. Now, it just happened to, coincidentally, 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 the day that they celebrate, that they free slaves, that they celebrate and so dance in the street. Wait a minute. Didn't the Tulsa, wasn't that a, um, didn't that happen because of a young teenager who allegedly, allegedly stepped on a white girl's foot in mm-hmm. an elevator yep. and he got scared he ran out. One of the, somebody saw him and claimed he attacked her, but she she immediately denounced it. She admitted he didn't attack her, but the the sheriff knew that, mm-hmm. um, the officers knew that, but they concealed it, and so a mob of white men went yep. to that neighborhood. I think thirty five over thirty five blocks, and oh, yeah. over three hundred people. Know, innocently died. Oh, you know, what day was this? January sixth. Oh no, this was. Oh, oh, oh no, this is Memorial. This is Memorial. That's what I'm gonna do. This Shit. Oh <laughs> man, that's Tulsa. That's what happened. And the crazy thing is, you know, they were fighting back in Tulsa, man. They had um some veterans there that knew how to use weapons and rifles. Right. I think it, it was six gentlemen 
and they had them up on rooftops and they were really just picking them off when they was coming and they didn't really care about what was happening next, but it just, it, it just, they got overran. They didn't run. They didn't have uh, police or weaponry or nothing like that to, to help the whole town fight back. So, I think it's important when you reflect back on history like that. I think it's important to reflect on the painful reality yeah. of racism as it existed then. And then we as a culture today, we just need to elevate and we need to, you know, we need to elevate into that culture and the legacy that that left behind and right. recognize where we are now and the lessons that it taught us. And, you know, it starts with parents and teaching their kids and ultimately and like in, in teaching the cultural, different cultural perspectives without mm -hmm. divide, you know? And I mean, we've come a long way, but racism still exists today. It just conceals, it hides. It mm -hmm. hides in the police force, it hides in schools, mm -hmm. it hides in teachings, it hides in yeah. our schools, it hides everywhere. You know? It's very interesting you say that because that veteran that was speaking on the origins of Memorial Day right in Ohio, um, as he was speaking about these black slaves and others, African-Americans that were there, that were at that parade, that were speaking um, about their pains, uh, they cut his mic off. Hmm. Cut his mic off mid-conversation, um, and he continued to speak because he felt that people needed to know the truth. Um, this actually is going to lead into our next topic. Well, well, before well, I was going to ask yeah. you, yeah. Like, yeah, what are some of your just... experiences with with the like? Can you guys speak to that too? Some um, of your own experiences. I think it's a good okay. segue. <laughs> you go. I got. Okay. You well, too. I'm I'm gonna answer that. Yeah. Uh, but I want to say respect to that man who yes. kept speaking when his mic got cut off. Shame on the person who cut the mic. Colonel Kempter. Respect to the colonel mm -hmm. for continuing to speak. Right. As far as some of the things that have happened in my personal life, yeah. and, you know, we've talked about this many times over, mm -hmm. and it deals with police, right? And I've got pulled over, and, you know, guy asked for my, you know, license and registration. You know, I didn't have my license on me. I just moved. I was going back to my house to grab some more things. Pulls me out of the car. No, I mean, let me backtrack. He asked for my Social Security number, mm -hmm. right? So I gave my Social Security number. Comes back, pulls me out the car, right? And I'm not tripping. I'm, I'm always smooth. I'm as cool as the other side of the pillow, right? So I'm like, you know, what, what's going on? He's like, I need you to step into my cruiser. I'm not tripping. Okay. All right, I will, right? Another uh, wagon pulls up. They start going through my car, flipping up my car, right? And I'm like, man, what? might happen but stay cool stay cool stay cool so he gets back into his car and was like hey what was your social security number again and i gave it to him he's like oh i'm sorry i pulled up somebody it's not you you can go head on you know now he, you know patted me down and all the stuff i'm in the i'm in the car and everything i'm like like what the fuck was that you know, but I'm telling you, people, stay cool in these situations. Stay cool. Don't trip, right? right? Think about your family. Think about your loved ones. You drive, You need to get home, right? And so that's that was on my mind. I got my daughter, my family, mom, dad, all of them. Stay cool. Let them do whatever the fuck they need. Whatever they're going to do, let them do, right? But stay cool. So that was my situation. I have more, but that's just one of them. And 
I mean, just like we spoke about on other shows, like you, you got one. I got one. I, oh, you go ahead. Go right, on. Let me get one real Hit quick. It. Let me get Hit one it. real quick. So, um, what time is it? It's uh seven forty four. So, um, about five hours ago, I was I was headed to a, a track meet real quick, man. I just was walking Today? in. Man. Yo, some dude, man, with an East Liverpool shirt on, just was like, "Hey, nigger," straight <laughs> like that. But you know what? I just <laughs> what was I to do? I got the media pass on. I'm at work. Am I just supposed to bust him up real quick wow. out here? Uh, like, so every day. That infuriates me. Every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's whatever. That's it so wasn't like he walked up too. on me. You know what I'm saying? I got past him a little bit and I could hear him spit that shit up under my back of my neck. That's unfortunate. You feel me? So whatever. But go, go on. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> I can't believe that happened to you. Today. Today. God damn. It just don't stop. Mm-hmm. It so, just don't stop. Yeah, man. I got numerous stories. I mean, uh. Tell me about the one when you, uh, you and Deuce almost got beat oh, up by the cops. When they pulled the guns on us. We 17 years old, man. Uh, this, is, this is the first time I experienced racism with police or anyone. 17 years old. My brother's in town. He was older than us. We go to a late movie. Me, my brother, and my homie Deuce. We get out about 1 o'clock from the movie. We driving home. And it's like barely any cars on the road. We see a cop pull us over. Woo. We're like, what the hell is happening? Ain't nobody here. We driving, chilling. Pull us over into a little parking lot. He said, y'all ran a red light. We ain't run no red light. We wasn't drinking. We wasn't doing nothing. He said, he said hey, he said, you ran a red light. My brother's like, no, nah, he didn't. So the cop pulled his gun right out. Right after my brother said, no, he did. He said, what y'all got in the back of that car? We like, oh. He's like, keep your hands in the air. Two other cop cars pull up. They grab us, pull us out the car. He's going all through the car, asking us what this and this is on the floor. <laughs> For saying that we ran a red light in the middle at 1 o'clock in the morning. Gave us tickets and everything. They didn't take us to jail that time. That ain't even the worst story I got. Let me give you the other one real quick. <laughs> so I'm getting off work. It's late. I happen to have a suspended license because I got in a oh, car. Oh, you going to jail. I happen to have no, a suspended license. You going to jail. You that shit. Time. This was the last day of my license suspension. I was here. I was new. Um, There's like a car parked on the street. Everybody goes around this little two street. Mm-hmm. I come around. Cop pulled me over. He said, what you doing reckless driving? I got my window just like this. I'm like, sir, I ain't reckless driving. He said, well, give me your license and registration. I said, all I got is my work thing and my badge. I just got off work. So then he pulls his gun out. It's always the gun. It's never like anything else. I got my hands just like this. He's like, get out the car. I'm like, what the hell? So I get out of the car. He grabs me, hands cuts me, throws me on the car, throws me on the ground. And he proceeds to go through my car, throwing everything. Throw me in the back of the cruiser. I'm sitting there. It seemed like I'm there two hours. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. He comes back, uncuffs me. He said, you're free to go. He said, we got a thing. I thought you stole this car. I'm like, you pulled me over for reckless driving. 
<laughs> that you stole the car after you was reckless driving. This a black cop. He had a white cop with him, but the black cop is the one who did me. Hey, hey, hey! You know what, man? I, I want. I don't want to talk about this no more, man. <laughs> I, 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 I got like thirty. Hey, I don't stories, want to. We done. We done talk about man. this, man. Fifty one. Take me up out of here, man. Not <laughs> <laughs> take me up out of here. Take me on to the net. They got Something me. Something him up. Listen, He's ready to I, I go. I don't even want to talk about He's this triggered. shit no more. Yeah, Listen, we, we, 51, give me a new topic, please. So, you know, last week we talked about proposals, right? All right, we just we brought it up just a little bit ago. And um, we talked about uh, Charlamagne the God as well, mm. right? In a situation where he was, you know, messing with a young, young minor. All right. So now Mary J. Blige, there's a story that came out, her and I think a former artist, Danny Boy. Ah, uh, yeah. Right. And Danny Boy came out and said, yeah, um, I was having sex with Mary J. Blige at 15. Hmm. Right. So is there a double standard when it comes to men who have sex with minor women and women who have sex with minor boys? The father of the daughter would be showing up at the man's house with a shotgun. Mm. Yeah, he would be put on trial immediately. Um, there seems to be more glorification. I mean, it's definitely looked down upon on her, but the question is, how truthful is this? Why is he just now coming out? And if it is true, and he was 15, where were his parents? Right. And I thought she was dating KC at the time. Mm. Wasn't that her boyfriend at the time? No, she was with him. I don't know that period though i mean there's just so many yeah. different things to, to question because i read up on the story and you know suge had some part to do with it like hey man you know she wants to see you go back suge upstairs who? suge knight oh shit i'm i ain't so when, you, oh, so when you put that into perspective was she on some drugs because she was on some drugs you know like what was her mindset at but she she, she connected yeah. to this shit. Uh, nah. Cut. <laughs> Hold on, wait. So let me tell you. <laughs> no, so you know, All if right. it, if it is true, she certainly at the age of twenty four mm. had the responsibility to reject and deny. Right. And if it is true, she certainly should pay for those repercussions. But um, didn't he just come out as gay? Mm-hmm. So, so why is he coming out know. with this? That's my question. I think, I think he's gay. Was he he's for coming it? out with this and he dropped a new album. Okay, see. Well, there we go. He's trying to get some juice. I think he was for it when he was 15. He was all for it. See, and the thing is, it's not about whether he was. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. he's not going to say no. No, when you're a young boy, I mean, listen. You're, you're not going to you're a grown no. man. <laughs> Whatever's clever. If you ain't getting it and your hormones is racing, exactly. yeah. If I'm 15, y'all yep. if I'm anyway. If I'm 45 and I ain't getting it, my hormones is racing. <laughs> what is you talking about? I don't know. Yeah. You know but, There's absolutely yeah. a double standard with that. I, you that. know what? I don't think so. Mm. I, I honestly don't think so. I remember, I remember being a high school cat and be like, man, these dudes keep pulling up here with all these cars, knocking down all these high school girls, man. Won't they go get some college girl? Like, you didn't graduate four years ago. Right. And you still, this freshman is eight years difference than you and you still riding it's around. because it's easy. I, that's what I said last week. Because you can lie to him. You can lie to him. You can lie to him. It's real easy to lie to them. You can't lie to no grown woman. So I, I don't really think it's a double standard. I feel like um, 
You got the, the Kruger thing right now and shit. You know, women. Yeah, but we're talking about a 15-year-old. That would make her a child predator. Jesus, I mean, right. but how, she, he how was many, 15. My son many, is 14. He's a baby. How many 21-year-olds have babies by 15, 16-year-old girls? All the time that's in the awful. hood. But that's like, still like, right. Still, yeah. still. You know it is. But let, let's that's be awful. let's be clear. Let's be honest. We just talked about how over-sexualized this nation is. Mm-hmm. So for this to come out, it's nothing new, especially in the music industry. R. Kelly, damn, had mm-hmm. to go there. Yeah. But he fits into this equation no right now. For sure. Um, Aaliyah. Yeah. yeah, sixteen years old. Come yeah. on. So I mean, this is this is not something like um, I'm I'm not for it. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know what I mean? Like you're I, saying, I, it's not shocking. Oh uh, no, okay, no, no. because we yeah, we are talking about you said entertainment industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's the, I mean, it's, it's, even the regular world. How many? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even in high school, no doubt, it's it's it's, it's still wrong. Oh, right. okay, by all means. But I I I'm a, a, the belief that it is a double standard. Because, like I said, we know guys that are 21 that messed around with a 15-year-old girl. That guy need to be in jail. Or that guy should have seen some kind of uh, punishment for that crime. But nothing happened. He moved into the parents' house. So <laughs> that right there showed you there's a double standard. Because if that's a girl, it's all over the news. And yeah, hell yeah, I'm, I'm going to get a piece of that motherfucker's ass. I'm going to mm-hmm. fuck him up. Right. That's it. As the father. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, so you mentioned R. Kelly, and Katz was ready to kill this cat. Like, cancel him. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. I don't hear nothing about Mary J. Blige. This is like, he said it. Okay, cool. And that next story. Yeah, because see, this is this is one story. And you talking about Danny Boy. I mean, his credibility shot. Mm. Like, like, I, I had I, to think, who is he? When, yeah. when did he come? Who was he? I ain't know that. <laughs> I, I had to recognize Definitely the source. A pub, publicity stunt. Or Kelly sure. had a whole island, cuz. You can't deny that. A whole island full mm-hmm. of underage women. Yeah, man. He's sick. It, like, like, I mean, like, that, we're talking about yeah. that, and we're talking about allegedly something that. Some dude said, like, like, you know what I'm saying? That's like me just coming out like, yo, yeah, I yeah. used to smack Mary J. Like, who are you? What? Shut up. Right. right. I never did. I'm, I would never lie. I, no, I didn't do that. <laughs> Have you ever been approached by an older woman? Yes. As a teen? Oh. Yes. Oh, my God. Don't put and visions yes. in my head. <laughs> and yes. I can oh. Yes. <laughs> Have we now? Yes. So. 18 years old, hanging out on the block with Kev and now, you know, off of Hillman over there. One of the homies had a girl that was coming to visit. I'm like, man, you got got somebody from me and Kev? Like, yeah, cool. We sitting out on the porch chilling. They pull up. The homie Raymond had one. All right, cool. One for Kev. They was like, the driver for you. I'm 18. I'm like, good, whatever. She got out the car. I'm like, that's a grown woman. <laughs> I mean, she was attractive. Came there, man, 32. Mm. Wow. Taught me everything. I don't know your name, but Damn. you're dirty. Yeah, similar situation, <laughs> kind of. You know what I'm saying? I was working at Kroger's, you know what I'm saying, doing my bagging thing. Uh, had me a little girlfriend at the time. It was the register, you know what I'm saying, cashier yeah. or whatever, yeah. working the register. And an uh, older woman came through. She's sizing me up. Uh-oh. You know, this is like 100 pounds ago. You know, back in the day. 
<laughs> we're gonna like so. get you back. We're gonna get you. I back. know you are family. I we're know you get are. You back. Um, so yeah, she's sizing me up and she's like, "Hey, do you you need a ride home?" Oh, now, now check it. Check this out, family. <laughs> fifteen. My How mind. Are we? I'm like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, my mind old. ain't there yet on that. But my girls, she knew what time it was, right? But I'm not there. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, my mom's gonna pick me up. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, whatever. So she's like, "Are you sure you don't need a ride home? I can take you home." And I'm like. No, nah, no, nah, my mom gonna pick me up. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, not getting it. That's that motherfucking Steve Urkel. Not it's that Steve Urkel, <laughs> right? That Steve I was Urkel. I was starting to come into myself a little bit, but <laughs> I'm still Stephon. not there yet. We need Stephon Urkel. Right. <laughs> I'm getting to that Stephon Urkel, yeah. but I'm not there just yet. I wasn't understanding that she was throwing game my way. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool, but thank you, I appreciate you. You know, want me, want to take me home, whatnot. And so, you know, I bag of groceries, whatever. Go about her, go. She goes about her way. And my girl at the time was like, she was trying to get with you, dummy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, word? <laughs> I, I wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, damn. Once again, though, that would have been a... Oh, man. Cons- consider exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You were 16, 15 years old. Yeah. She was ready to, you know what I'm saying, make it happen. And I'm not supposed to have any concerns with a 14-year-old who looks like he's 20. Yeah, six you should, you should have some concerns. If he got any cute teachers or something, straight A's. Especially if the boy <laughs> oh, running the ball. And like, like yeah. yo. Actually, speaking of what? cute... She think I'm bullshitting. Of, speaking of cute teachers... Did you hear about the teacher who was masturbating in the classroom? What? With the kids in the, in the room? Stop Okay, it. so oh, when bro. you first brought this subject up, that's what I thought we was going to talk about. It. Not the video, but I did see, read what? that story. Yeah. No, speak please. on it, please. Elaborate. Sure. Yeah, I mean, just another... Uh, where did this happen? I'm not familiar where it happened at, but I know she got arrested. That's yeah. Well, that's absolutely. Awful. That's awful. And I'm like, you you can't even wait. You got to get it off right there in the front of the class. Oh, she wanted to get arrested. Maybe she had a crush on that little seven-year-old. See, listen. (laughs) He got a seven-year-old. Look at it. He's like, listen here. (laughs) This is why we talk about people who have access. To your children. To your children. Or to really any public organizations where they see the people. You have to vet these people. They should go through some kind of process. We're talking about officers. Okay. We're talking about judges. We're talking about teachers. I do agree. Because for that to be happening, what kind of person did you hire that's, to this position? Because that's, that's mental. That's That's mental. That's yes. not healthy. No. That's not something that just happened to this person. This person mm-hmm. has had some kind of mental sickness or right. something wrong with them, and they're vetted, and they're working around your children. That you, sickens me. You know man. what, man? I... You got something on it? I mean, I'm just in shock. I just <laughs> think that I do agree with yeah. what you're saying is in terms of like a some type of due process or mm. uh, retraining. I, and I know teachers go through training, I, but I mean, that's that's a pretty bold. I think that that's that woman should be barred for life. Definitely. And you know what the sickening thing is? Is you know with all these stories and everything that's going on, it's not like. Um, Damn, I'm old or I'm like young. These are my peers. Yeah. Like these are people of my generation. These are people that grew up in our generation. And it's it's sick yeah. to think to see how people have uh grew up and turned out. You know what I mean? It's right. just like 
really, really mental just... illness is a real thing, and it's really sad, and it's undetected in most cases. But yeah, that's that's that could have been avoided if someone had you know been able to get this whoever she was close to you know get this woman some help. Well, I, what, what if she didn't wasn't mentally ill? What if oh, she was just a nympha mm. no. and just had to rub one out? That's no, no. See, but no. that's a sickness too. <laughs> yeah, man. that is <laughs> a sexual addiction. That's <laughs> for sure. I'm Go with you. Bathroom, okay, exactly. Rub it out in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what about what happened to the teachers' lounge? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, they wouldn't know. There's man. a level of mental <laughs> sickness behind that. Oh, I, I, you can't convince me otherwise. Right, right. <laughs> oh man, that y'all cast is crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. The, the teachers' lounge, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> rub it out in there, man. Saying, get you some coffee. Mr. Fernando right. to rub that. Much. <laughs> <laughs> he, he take you out. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, we got something else. Do we got something else? Yeah, man. Did y'all hear about this little? It's a TikTok craze going oh, around. Oh shit! Yeah, man. Were they taking the scoops? Of pre-workout, like a, a clean, dry scoop. Let me tell you guys, it is not cool. I, I know it looks cool, and I'm telling this to my fellow athletes on any other supplement. It is not cool, and I, I see people do it all the time. I see like companies promoting it. It's just so dangerous have you ever done it before yes you know what it does i do it every day oh todd what it, but stop it with water okay well that's okay i get that but that's still dangerous because when you chase <laughs> a full scoop as opposed to putting it in a shaker, shaker. cup mm-hmm. and drinking it over the course of a, an hour or two i never it, you you gradually put that into your system, but when you dry scoop it, that absorbs into your system immediately. This woman had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So if you have pre-heart conditions that you're unaware of, like that can make you really sick, as it did this this young 20-year-old woman. Yeah. So you have to be so careful. I've done it before. I will never do it again because immediately I felt like I was like, un- somebody had a shock, like one of those shockers on okay. me mm-hmm. pressing my chest. It's no joke. Right. So, so you saying I shouldn't do Don't it? Don't do it. No, even if you chase it with water, just at least drink it. Put it in an eight put ounce. It in absorb shake it. Money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It don't, man. You know what, Listen. man? I throw that scoop back, yo. I'd be ready to run through that wall. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's why. That's the reason. That's the reason why. <laughs> They'd be jealous of the it's way like I work out. I'd be going. I'd be going. No, I'm just so Todd. So. Todd in the gym, you see Todd in the gym, he's got this like addicting vibe. You see him, he starts dancing, he's singing, he gets like, I don't know, when the beat drops or something, he goes, I mean, he's in his head. And so you see him, and of course, we can't hear what he hears, but you know, you kind of like move with him when he's dancing. So as soon as I saw him in the gym this morning, he's like, hey. Hey. He was on that pre-workout. He was high. He was high. I was on that pre-workout. I was on pre-workout. Now I know. That makes sense. Yeah, but for but for real though, you know what I'm saying? As far as the TikTok fads, you know what I'm saying? You almost lost your life. Yeah. Right. Over some views on TikTok. Right. So I see what you're saying. This social and I and I and. Not only just to just hit on that, but like a lot of social media, a lot of these young people running on the courts, doing all this craziness, mm-hmm. making up all these new things, new fads for to be popular or be on viral, go viral, what they say. Yeah. 
man, I ain't doing nothing crazy to go viral. Mm -hmm. I ain't even know this was a thing. I'm about to just stop because it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. So, uh, no scooping no, no more. Scooping. No, no dry, dry scooping. scooping. No dry scooping. These man. kids will do anything on TikTok. Anything for life. My kids believe anything on TikTok. See, yeah, I can't do that, man. We have conversations at the dinner table, and they're like, Telling me about TikTok or something that they learned. I'm like, where'd you learn it from? TikTok. TikTok. I'm like, oh yeah, that shit ain't relevant. Pick like, up a book. Research it a little bit before you tell me <laughs> that it's the truth. Because they're they're saying it's the truth. And I'm like, what? And if I ask them that they researched it, they're like, no, it's TikTok, Dad. I'm like, Let's see, come no. on, man. I mean, that could segue into a whole lot of things with social media. I yeah. mean, you got a lot of young girls who see these models, and there's, you know, they're not real because with you know the filters and you know all the different things they do it's like half the women you see on instagram are not who you see in real person so you got these young women trying to modify yeah. their facial features based on their snapchat snapchat filter, filter taking mm -hmm. it in to get plastic surgery based on what they look like on a filter body modification yeah trying yeah, to look like something. I, I had no idea that yeah. that people did that so you literally Modify yourself and say, "Hey, Doc, I want to look what like I this." Look like. And they like, "I can do that." <laughs> uh, Hell yeah, they can thing. do that. Hey, do it. It's a thing. They do it too. Yep. Yo, man, that's wild. Yeah. You don't know who is who out here, man. Oh. I be having to, I, you know, I be having to just delete cats off the um Facebook. Cats be trying to friend me all day. I just had to shoot cats down. Like, no. Catfish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but yeah. um. Yeah, that, that's that's just a lot. It just is the scooper, the belief in TikTok, the whole craze over social media, man. It's just like it's unbelievable. It's flooded, yeah. flooded yeah. with stuff now. Yeah, there's people just doing so too platforms. much stupid shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to just throw in the NBA real quick. You got the popcorn situation, dude throwing popcorn on top of somebody's head. You got the water bottle situation, water bottle throwing at Kyrie Irving. You wouldn't have right? did that to Ron Artest. Man, come on. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got the spit situation uh, in New York. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With with, uh, with homie Trey. Mm. Right? Fuck you. Fuck you. I Trey. mean, come on, man. <laughs> and then you have the cat running onto the court. Like, people, chit, what, what is going on? But they want to be seen. They want to be famous, yeah. right? Cat's been down with COVID forever. They want to be mm. famous. Right, now right. Doesn't know how to Whatever act. I, whatever's clever, right? Whatever I can do to get myself out there on the social media game. Yeah. If I got to act an ass, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. You know? Come on. Ain't nobody over here showing. Well, I'm gonna show my ass a little bit. I, I ain't gonna lie, but um, <laughs> not literally. Uh, D. Lamar, you got something for me? Got something? Yeah, man. If we want to hit on the government trying to whitewash history, right? Quick, touch on it. So, there's been a lot of laws and bills, actually bills being introduced, where they're trying to take, um. African-American accomplishments, civil mm. rights movements out of the classroom. So just recently I saw um, House of Representatives. This is in Texas. They have, you have a house and you have a Senate in every state. So this is happening in Texas. And the um, Democratic, um, one, one of the guys from the House was addressing senators on the fact that they had, were taking all of these things out of the school books for children. They are taking Martin Luther King and his writings, all of Frederick Douglass's writings. They pretty much have taken all of the Native Americans' writings and accomplishments out of these books. And he's 
questioning the senator on the reason why the House voted against the bill taking these out of the school and Senate voted for it. I got I got something. Can I I just want to chime in, I'm gonna give it away. Uh, because uh, he realizes in the next 20 to 30 years that the population of the white man is going to be almost nil in this country. Um, and he is trying to negate, um, I would say, the mind frame of the public or uh, the mentality of the public to this build up the white race to make them look over-accomplished, I would say, in the, in the view of our younger generation coming up it's almost a tactic to keep white alive or whatever they trying to do but to to just wipe could you just really pull in history out of history like i mean they I even can, took a women's accomplishments this out. this is crazy yeah you can't do that you I mean, can't erase the history you can revive history so we can learn from it and get better from it but yeah that's uh wrong. that's so wrong pretty much erasing anything that was talking about white supremacy or institutional, institutional racism out of those books in which they're going to be teaching the children. What's, what's that place called? The Vatican? Isn't this exactly what the Vatican does? Mm. What does the Vatican do? Uh, they have all that history and all oh, yeah. those books that oh. we don't are not uh, privy to this knowledge. Mm-hmm. So okay. are We're you saying they're wiping all this stuff out and then keeping the knowledge in a Vatican-type situation? I guess or is it- so. Was it uh, who's the comedian that did the skit? His name escapes right now, but he's one to, one of the all time great comedians. Um, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Talking about the pyramid. Absolutely, skit. he did that pyramid skit, right? Yeah. And he got in the, into the pyramid and was reading like, "Oh my goodness, all these accomplishments are from black people." Mm-hmm. And then the white, you know, God, gentleman that were with him, like, yeah. "Oh shit!" <laughs> uh, close the door, leave him in there. Lock yeah, him in the lock him in the pyramid. And they walked off. Right? Yeah. It's a powerful skit. It speaks to what you were saying, Money, mm-hmm. about them hiding stuff all the time, whitewashing and erasing all this history. It's just, it's, we're talking about post 45 America. <laughs> okay. Ain't no post 45. Right? It, exactly. But the fact that if, if you have, um, racist views, views of inequality to other people. It's okay to say that front page news. It's okay for that young person to call you a nigga in public in 2021. Those things weren't happening so outwardly until someone made them feel like it was okay to do so. Saying you're gonna take Frederick Douglass's writings out of the history books, Martin Luther King Jr., Native American accomplishments, Susan B. Anthony, all of these people, and putting it up for a bill and Senate saying, Yes, we're gonna do that. How crazy does this sound to you before 45 is president? And the crazy thing is Ask yourself that, that we vote for these people. You have to think about it too. Our system was built on power. We still have a lot of people who exist in this world that still want to reap the benefits of the enjoyment from having that power. You do watch the show. You watch the show. (laughs) You know when you said I don't. You watch. You watch the show. You watch the show. You know. You she watches the show. You you know when you said like um how 
we, we all know, like to say the, the white race will be nil in, in so many years. The thought process shouldn't be that. The thought mm-hmm. process should be we all are going to melt together anyway. That's that cultural Mm-mm. diversity. Mm-mm. They don't want that. They don't divide. You could think that because as black, we think unity. We think prayer. Right. We, we're taught this way. We're, they, they, they don't see that. We, we showed the clip where they literally think of the white race being extinct. Like and not right. even having the ability to coexist in a world with other races, it's like they exist and we're here too. You know what I mean? It's just like you know what I'm gonna hit on race on that next episode. I got to, I got to. Oh, we're gonna talk because about next just, episode. We're gonna talk about race. D. Lamar gonna give us a good rundown and a a great uh educational teaching tool. So um. Yeah, we're going to do that real big. Very nice for him. So be stu- stay tuned for that. Um, yo, we've been running a little bit, man. What, we got something else or what What? What was going on? Y'all want to keep talking? That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it? Yeah. That's it? That's it? You got something? You got a topic? You want to tell them something? Mm, I'm good. I think okay. that's it. <laughs> okay, that's it. They say, they say, that's it. 51, take me up top. Hey, real quick, at the, uh, the airing of this show, it will be my daughter's birthday. And so, birthday. happy birthday to my little queen. I love you so very much, and I'm proud of the woman that you've become. Awesome. All right? Awesome. So, so, after saying that, thank you, everybody, for rocking with us. We appreciate it. As always, we will be back next week. Awesome. Thank you. Dila Moore, take us up out of here. So, our cash app sweepstakes winner is Jay Kendrick. What? Oh, man. Which, wait a minute, I ain't win? <laughs> you not ready. eligible. Oh, I ain't eligible. You can't have a lottery and then win the lottery. Oh. What up, Jay? Congratulations. <laughs> what up, Jay? Thanks Congrats. for rocking with us, man. Leaving those comments, getting those subscriptions in. Your money's going to be in your account today. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, he's one. You heard it. Any episode you hear from this point forward, please comment, subscribe. Get those three subscribers. Send those names in as well. And we're going to be picking a winner at the end of this month for that giveaway. So you can win any week. You never know. We might pick the one from this show. Please be on board. The amazing, gorgeous, spectacular Heather Hardcore Drake. Take us up top. Take us up top. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. It was an honor to be on the show. My first podcast ever. But you guys made it super comfortable. So this is a nice vibe. I love what you guys got going. Keep, you know, keep pressing forward with the knowledge. I mean, we need more of this. So. I'm really happy, you know, seeing you guys do this. It makes me makes me a little warm and fuzzy on the inside. I've known Todd for a long time, so I've seen him grow up. Definitely, we're saying. always evolving. So keep keep doing this. This is dope. You guys got something dope going. Thank you. So, um, when does this show? This show airs next week. Oh, so by the time this show airs next week. Uh, happy anniversary, Saida. Happy anniversary. Yeah. What is that? Three years. What? Three Already? years. Already, man. So Woo. three years. We're celebrating. Oh, yeah. Where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we're going to the Royce. Royce. Ooh, okay. That'll yeah, be so nice. We're going to do that big. Happy anniversary, my love. Hey, everybody, next week, Um, stay conscious.
provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize their farm. Not only that, today many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to farm, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. This is what we are faced with, and this is the reality. Now, when we come to Washington in this campaign, we are coming get our check. Thank you for joining us everybody. This is the host Money Mac, the pretty boy champ for the scholar D. Lamar and the genius Tyson Area 51 Porter. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Conscious by Nature. Stay conscious everybody.